Welcome back to The Answers Obvious, where you have the questions and we have the answers. This is episode 30, the Dirty 30, coming to you live this Friday, March 29th. You know, people always be asking me questions all the time, like, Stevie G, is it better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission? I tell them the answer's motherfucking obvious. Don't ask for either. Neither. Neither? <laughs> Anyways, this is just one of the many questions we answer and discuss on your bully's favorite podcast, The Answer's Obvious. With that being said, you can find out more about the questions we're answering, advice we're giving, and what we're discussing by subscribing to The Answer's Obvious in the iTunes podcast store. By subscribing, you'll be able to access all of our episodes, which we encourage you to listen to them all, as well as accessing our latest episode the moment it goes live. It'll even send you a push notification to the device used for your mobile communication. How dope is that? No? Push noty to your telephony better? I'm just listening. And if you're horrible at using the search feature, then you can just use the direct link, which is in the bio of my Instagram profile, at StevieGStevieG, and my pinned tweet on Twitter, at TweetyGTweetyG. So please, please go push that subscribe button. Speaking of pushing buttons, am I pushing your buttons already? Always. Be sure to go push that follow button on our Instagram account, at TheAnswersObvious, and also on Twitter, at TheAnswersObvious, so we can do numbers on that bitch. I am joined tonight, as always, by the co-host with the co-most, who's so cocky and confident she can't help but to showboat. <laughs> you can follow her on the gram at RachFaceYo. I present to you Rachel Young. What is good? Oh, man. So I was telling Stevie earlier, I'm a little tired today, and I couldn't really figure out why. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I got hammered on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the aftermath from that. Oh, that's awesome. Well, and then I overcommitted and had like a dinner yesterday. Overcommitted, double booked? Yeah, well, no, I just like, I should have thought about how uh, hard in the paint I was going to go at (laughs) (laughs) T-Pain. Goodness. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm here. You're here. Do you have any shout outs you want to give? I mean, T-Pain, but we're going to get into that later. All right, all right. What uh, What about Blast's? I don't think I have any blasts. You're just so f- foggy right now, I aren't know, you? I know, right? I'm on that T-Pain high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <sighs> what a day. I will blast uh, one of his openers. A1, I think is his name. Never have you heard, heard of him. him before? He came out, and he looks like a blonde T-Pain. We were like, wait a second, but it was not him. But this guy was, like, walking around with security... But no one was trying to get his autograph. (laughs) (laughs) Fake it till you make it. It was just like, it was, it was pretty funny. Yo, part of me is like, do I respect it or think it's totally stupid? Well, uh, decide with this. I remember seeing this a while ago. I saw this YouTube clip of this guy that was doing a social experiment. And he put on like a big puffy jacket and some chains and he hired like some big security guards and a couple guys with like a video camera and a regular camera. And they walked around Manhattan and like, you know, acting like he was a big deal. And so people just automatically came up to him and wanted to get their picture taken with him. They had no clue who and he was. And they had no idea no who clue. he was. And so one of the cameramen was like interviewing people and were like, yeah, so you a fan of his? Like, oh, yeah, man, I've been a fan since day one. Like, oh, you like his latest song? Like, oh, yeah, that shit slaps. And it was just showing that, that like, shit slaps. you know, this dude just acting like he was famous and 
that bums me out. That just makes me be like, there's no fucking hope for humanity. There's not. Well, I mean, same thing with people that are public figures or Instagram influencers. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. man. So A1, if you're listening to this, that was kind of lame. Yeah. Fuck off, A1. But cool that you look like a blonde T-Pain. Your name's the name of a steak sauce. <laughs> By the way, fuck steak sauce. If you're if you need steak By sauce, the way. <laughs> if you need steak sauce, you ain't cooked that shit right. How do you like your steak? Um, so I'll, I'm gonna on this steak blast uh, tangent. I thought that I didn't like steak just because my mom cooked the shit out of it, so it was always like super tough. Oh my god! And so I just like didn't find out till way later in life. Like, oh, my mom just can't cook steak. <laughs> She Sorry, a, Shay. She a, a well-done kind of gal? She's a well-done kind of gal. So what do you like? I like medium rare. Hell yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's the only way to eat it. Is it? I think so. I think, I get it. There's some people that are still a little skeptical. They go with the medium. Mm. But I think if you like a steak rare, you're fucking psycho. Like, <laughs> I, I, I remember, I think it was... Like uh, still mooing and bleeding. Sure. It was... Uh, my old roommate, Josh's uh, grandfather, I think it was he, him telling me this, that when they would go to a restaurant and he order a steak, he would say, once you set it on the grill, put it on there for 30 seconds, flip it 30 seconds, put it on a plate. And I'm no. like, dog, that is, that is not good. Ugh. Medium rare is where it's at. I did have a, um, asked for... Medium rare at, um, I forget where we went, uh, and I never order steak out either. I'm normally like a chicken, like is what I go with, but it was, Bacar! it was, <laughs> it was so rare that I considered being like a vegetarian in that moment. It grossed me out so, that bad. So that's the other thing too. When you order something medium rare, they always undercook it. So if you order something medium, you'll probably get it a little medium rare that way if it's you know, once you take it off the grill, it's still cooking. So, like, by the time that it gets to your table, it should be about right. But in the chance that it's still a little undercooked, if you're like, yo, I can't eat this steak, and always throw it back on the grill. But if Shay gave me a steak and it was <laughs> overcooked. You'd be like, this broke my yo, fucking knife, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> I chipped a tooth on the damn steak. Yeah, if she overcooks it. She'd be so it, upset if she ever heard that. You can't, you can't throw it back on the grill. You can make a lot of grill. other things, Mom, but not steak. Yeah. How does your dad like his steak? I mean, the I way, he, the way that she fucking makes it, yeah. He's yeah. also the reason why we ate dinner at like 5 p.m. every day. Fuck. <laughs> he, he did have like an early morning, but um, he just goes to bed so early. All his days like moved up like four hours, I hey, feel fair like. Fair enough. <laughs> That's crazy. My parents were down in Florida not too long ago visiting family. And, you know, it's the area of Florida where my grandparents used to live. So it's, it's the old people part of southern Florida. So, like, the restaurants are slammed from, like, 4 to 5.30 with all the, all the gray-haired people and everything. And the snowbirds. The snowbirds, yeah. And uh, it's so funny because my, my mom rocks the, uh, the, the silver fox hair or what mm -hmm. do you call it, you know. The, the the platinum white mm -hmm. and so I was like damn mom you fit in there down there <laughs> now uh, but uh, speaking of mom my shout out for the week is my mom because Aww. you know obviously we record these on Thursdays but 
it's released Friday. So if you're listening to this today, Mom, Friday, it is your it is your birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Mama G. Uh, and just I'll have like, to email her. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> we email. Mash that send button. <laughs> she is. Um, I'll send her a bitmoji of me and you. <laughs> do that. She is the ripe age of 42 today. Oh. She had me at 12. <laughs> And uh, she's had a hard life. <laughs> she has raising my ass. So yeah, so uh, she lucked out. She got a Friday birthday. So y'all um, hit my mom up on Instagram at Melgrand fifty seven, and tell her how much you appreciate her giving birth to me. Oh God. So uh, without her and all the other amazing things, more amazing things that she's done in her life. Like have Phil. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh. I'm kidding. Yeah, so it's uh, it is my my first best friend's birthday today. Aww. So, so uh, and you know, feel free to find her on Venmo. Make it rain in there. Uh, get her, get her some coffee. Give her money for coffee, flowers, whatever. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good day. So. Because of course, you know when it's when it's Mama G's birthday, the whole fam going out to eat somewhere. So where y'all gonna go? I don't know, but Magianos. Your boy's kind of hungry for a steak. Right? Yeah. <laughs> a well go. done steak. A well done. Yo, steak. Shay, mail it in. <laughs> uh, wait. So she's an Aries, right? I guess yeah. if she and Phil are the same, yeah. Phil, I thought we established he might be a Pisces. Actually, no. Is he on the cusp? I think so. Was he not? It changes, doesn't it? I mean, it sometimes... It depends on where you look. After so many rotations around the sun, there's got to be two or three days here or there. I don't know. Do you consider your boy a Capricorn sometimes? No, you're you're not on the cusp, though. I am. I'm like, so a, it's a, I'm no, like 24 no, no, hours after. No, uh-uh. It's because, wait, oh, yeah, actually, you are. Yeah. See, I know my shit. I know my, my fake Scientology star shit what? that's do you because you just ruined your credibility right then uh no nah, i guess i'm an aquarius to the core yeah you're very aloof also witty <laughs> oh that reminds me yo uh alexa add aloofa to my shopping list <laughs> gotta exfoliate this shit this uh this bronzed uh this newly bronzed oh yeah epidermis <laughs> We'll get to that when uh, you talk about Puerto Rico. For sure. But, you uh, look the same. You look a little less white, <laughs> Oh, come I guess. on. I'm, I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, speaking of Puerto Rico trip, my blasts, and we've gone over this before many moons ago, many astrology signs ago, <laughs> people who stand up when the plane lands. Mm. God, I wish there was something like built into airlines marketing scheme or like during, you know, some of them show the video instead of giving the whole like, you know, the intro, put your seatbelt just like this. You know, when the oxygen mask comes down, put it on yourself before helping children, blah, blah, all of that shit. No smoking, you know, all, all of that. I wish they were like, and please, for the love of God, do not stand up to get your shit until... People five rows in front of you have. Yeah. So I get it. If there's people like, if they're about to get up, then you don't want to wait till the people leave in front of you to stand up, try to get your bag that's stuck in the overhead compartment because you packed too much and you had to <laughs> s- stuff it in. I get it. But like, 
Yo, you're at the back of the plane. Like, th- it's fucking bullshit. Do you think some of those people stand because they're, like, sick of sitting down? Yo, it's a trip from Nashville to Atlanta. We are we are sitting well, on Well, I the mean, r- like, on other flights. I get standing Because I've up. totally stood up before when I was on the uh, window seat just because I couldn't fucking sit down any longer. How long was that flight? Um, it was the one uh, to London. So. Okay, I, okay, I get, okay, I get it, I get it. Okay, that's I a cried long on that flight. flight. I was so uncomfortable. Here's my thing: if you're, I'm on an a, aisle girl all day. I'll never be on the window. Oh, that was the worst trip ever. I, I can I can sit wherever because I got that neck pillow. And <laughs> anyways, um, here's my thing: if you're on an hour flight, three hour flight, four hour flight. What's an extra eight to 12 minutes that you got to sit down? You know, you've already done it. Like you're about to be off. The anxiety is starting to lift and I just, I just can't stand it. And, and then like, you know, I even had on, on all the flights there and back, there were people who were behind me that stood up and before it even got to me to stand up, they they, beat beat me to it. That shit pisses me off. And I'm like, yo, it's so I passively aggressively passive aggressively pass them as we're like walking down the terminal. I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. I've totally been like, you could have waited for me to get my fucking bag down before. Like that's outrageous for them to like pass you. It just makes no sense to me. And I think the only way that will happen is if, if airlines build it into their marketing plan or like, put signs up or, or the anything captain's like, like that. y'all can sit the fuck down. I'm not going to let y'all off. <laughs> Seriously. Or like dismiss them. Like, okay, these five rows then these five rows and all of that. It's like, never going to, that's never going to happen. I feel like, like, I don't think anybody truly enjoys flying. Like, yeah, I think it's cool. You know, it went typically for most of the time when you're flying somewhere, unless you're like visiting someone who's sick or someone who, you know, going to a funeral or something like for the most part when you're flying it's because it's business or pleasure and usually business is fun you know if they're sending you yeah traveling to work is always fun yeah at least i guess depending on if you travel more frequently maybe you don't like it as much yeah exactly i like i'm traveling for work i'm like hell yeah for sure so you know it's like uh, i don't know it's just it's just annoying you know, and that's just the icing on the cake right there. I think that people who stand up when the plane lands, you're trash, like, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Especially when people are next to me. Like, if I'm sitting on the aisle and people next to me try to stand up, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm going to sit down to where I still am in my hula hoop space. If I stand up, then we go to, like, subway space where you're standing on the subway inches away from someone yeah. else's face. I'm like, I'm not, why would I do that? Why would I put myself in an even more uncomfortable situation? But <laughs> if, if you're one of those people that stand up, I, I don't think we have those people that listen. But if you are, do me a favor. Fucking drive to wherever you're going. <laughs> Get off my plane. I thought you were going to say unfollow. Unmash that subscribe button. <laughs> Can you unmash? Oh, fuck. Well... It feels good to get that off my chest every time. <laughs> I'm glad you feel better. Thank you. If you were new to The Answer's Obvious, here's how we do the damn thing. We break each topic of the show down into segments, which you can find listed in the description of the episode. You'll also be able to know when each segment begins because we're going to put a timestamp next to each segment listed. This way you can see what you're getting into. If you want, you can skip the boring shit. Or if you only have time for one segment, you'll be able to find it, listen to it, revisit the rest later. 
With all that being said, we got an awesome show for you tonight. Rachel, shall we get into it? Let's do it. Segment one, Puerto Rico and the T-Pain concert. (laughs) (laughs) What a title. Guys who like to do buck stuff. Guys who love buck stuff. Oh, shit. (laughs) Close enough. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to, I like my hashtag better. (laughs) What? Hashtag buck my wife? Buck my wife. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's really funny y'all had a hashtag. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Do you like how at the end it was just uh, the acronym hashtag GW? L, wait, is that right? G W L B S. Guys who like buck stuff. Who thought of it? I can't remember what the original name of the group text was, but it got changed to someone changed it to guys who love buck stuff. That's funny. Um, so we're do, we were doing that, but I think for the wedding we're gonna do hashtag buck my wife. Oh God. For those uh, for those who are new listening, I was on a bachelor trip this past weekend for my friend. Harrison Buck, B-U-C, no K, okay? And, uh, of course, yes, he goes by Harry Buck, (laughs) which is a great name. That is a good name. And uh, he'll be getting married next month. So for the hashtag for his bachelor party, we did guys who love Buck stuff. Um, If you are just completely oblivious or an idiot or have been living under a stupid fucking rock for the last, I don't know, couple of years and haven't been on social media, there's uh, it's referencing the phrase butt stuff so <laughs> so that's why guys Surely who love butt everyone stuff everyone got that i hope they did if not unmash that follow button <laughs> so yeah this uh this past weekend myself and 15 other dudes went down to condado beach in san juan puerto rico it's a lot of dudes oh yeah he's got a lot of friends yes it was uh it was quite the show and we had a great time and nobody got arrested and everybody made it back safe and sound. And that's the end of my story. How was T-Pain? <laughs> Is that really the end? Well, nobody wants to know about what we got into. Well, down I mean, there. like, <laughs> what, they don't? Like, what was your favorite thing about Puerto Rico? So I will say this. It was cool getting down there. And, you know, I, I can say that nobody got, I don't think anybody blacked out. Wow, I'm impressed and surprised. So think of it this way. You go out on a Saturday night in Nashville. Let's say you start off, you pregame. You go to dinner, you pregame. You go to a Preds game. The Preds win in overtime. It's a Saturday night. Like, it's it's just, well, I say that because it's like, it's it's building up the hype. Like, you get excited and everything, and so then you go out, and the whole lower Broadway is celebrating the Preds' victory. So you go out, you have some drinks and everything, then you meet up with friends later. Next thing you know, it's 2 a.m. and people are like, fucked up. Because you've been drinking since, like, you know, if the game starts at 7 and you've been pre-gaming since 5, 6, you've been drinking for, like, 8 hours, you know? How does this apply to the bachelor party? So I'm saying that people people typically go hard in that situation. This, it was more spread out. I mean, I don't necessarily get the reference. Just because y'all are there to, like, party and celebrate. Sure. If you're on the beach, you're not pounding shots. Uh, I don't know. I've seen some people pound shots on the beach before. Who? I mean, what, do you, mean, what do you mean who? No, like, so I know we talked about that with spring break on our on last week's pod. How we said, like, if you're on college spring break, yes, you were definitely pounding shots on the beach. This was more... Bunch, I, bunch day of, drinking is super dangerous. Because I feel like... 
Yeah. Being like in the sun, like. But I'm, this was. Let me set the scene for you. We're on okay. the beach, about sixteen, sexy, somewhat hairy, uh, <laughs> dudes, Jewish dudes, just you know. Hairy dudes are sexy. Lounging on the beach. Drinking some Sunrises and Miami Vices and all those awesome frozen drinks that they have. <laughs> Bathing in the sun. It does originate in Puerto Rico. <laughs> lathering each other up with suntan oil. Sun, SPF 50. Well, <laughs> someone didn't lather up Oren because his back is uh, red stripes. Yeah. we um, The smart ones, we used actual sunscreen lotion. Uh, some people just use the spray, and it's funny if uh, we should post the picture on the story. No, I'll post it on my story. How are you gonna blame Orin for this? Someone not, probably didn't rub his back in because they're an asshole. You know when you use the spray, they might as well have just like done a smiley. It's face. like they, they graffitied get, it. It's like they fucking tagged it. They didn't it. get his back at all. They just went. Pss, pss, you gotta be a friend and rub that shit. You gotta rub that shit, friend, because you can't reach your own back. Yeah. So, you, you know, uh, what I'm getting at is it was it was a marathon. Like, everyone paced themselves. Everyone was, yeah. It, I'm shocked. At the, during the nights, people drank more. But it was, you know, we were eating really good down there. So, constant food. Um, it's not like they were pounding vodka and tequila shots poolside. People were, people were really down to relax. Like, the vibe during the day was, we're going to relax. That's good. And it was dope. I'm at, at night, so we turned surprised. up. surprised. <laughs> Now, definitely at night, they everybody turned up, and uh, and that that was fun to watch. And I'm going to leave out a lot of the a lot of the details, but um, I will say Puerto Rico is really cool. The locals are awesome. Uh, everyone was very friendly. Uh, the beaches were beautiful. The women were beautiful. We went on Sunday. If y'all followed my Instagram story, Sunday we went to uh, Old San Juan, the old city, which has the um, the, the famous cobblestone, uh, the Spanish colonized architecture, all the castles and fortresses and monuments, all of that. We went to the restaurant that was the birthplace of the Pina Colada. Uh, I had a virgin one. So did Elliot. Virgin boys. Uh, <laughs> but it was, um, it was fun. Everyone got along. The house we stayed at was dope. If y'all listening right now, if you got time later... You should Google Casa Los Cumins. That's Casa Los C-U-M-M-I-N-S, which, yes, we had the other way you can pronounce it. We got a good laugh. But anyways, this house <laughs> was a hot spot, a social hot spot in the 1920s. And they turned it into, whoever bought the house, turned it into like a vacation rental spot. And uh, so you can... You can rent out rooms there with like while other groups are renting out, but we bought the whole so like a like bed and breakfast type thing. Yeah, and with but no breakfast. Like you you share all the um you share all the uh, common, common areas, yeah. but every, every it's seven bedrooms, seven and a half baths. So every room has a bathroom. Then there's like one half bath in the downstairs area, rooftop, balconies, terraces, like outside of everyone's room. Each room had a theme. There was like the flamingo room. The Pelican Room. I was in the Pina Room. Uh, for those who uh, who know speak a Espanol, <laughs> Pina is pineapple. <laughs> I was in the Pineapple Room. You know, pineapple is a symbol for swingers. 
Is it? Yeah. So like a lot of people that are swingers, they'll have like a pineapple on their front porch or something. Really? Yeah. That's good to know. I don't put out the swinger vibe, do you? Of course not, because I don't. Ha- I'm not in a relationship, so I can't put out. I don't have a wife. Yeah. Well. Well, maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> but um, we ate some really good food. Shout out to David Henley who got us a reservation at a restaurant for 16 people that does not take reservations. Um, shout out to who else? Shout out to. Jason for uh, hooking it up at the club that night. At the club. At the club. Oh, yeah. This was a club, all right. And, uh, you know, I really want to go back. I want to see more of it. I so, y'all don't do, like, like, we, so, not, not every bachelor, wait, bachelorette party, but usually you'll do, like, a lingerie shower together. Oh, no, we did that for did sure. Did y'all do something similar <laughs> like that? No, so... Like, what What would you say, like, would be a classic tradition of, like, bachelor party? Besides, like, okay. strippers. Sure. Okay, so besides copious amounts of uh, drugs and, and strippers. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I would say, really, there, one tradition that we do is, like, when, when we go on trips, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of raging... But for the most part, it's just kind of to blow off steam to get away. You try to plan like you plan one event during the weekend, like one thing that you do. So whether it's like we're going to go play 18 holes of golf or we're going to go to we're going to go to this uh, ball game or we're going to go to old San Juan or something. So you have one one activity. I think I mentioned that we were going to do like the bioluminescent kayaking tour, which is like um there's this algae that glows or has some sort of pigment. I don't know fucking science to it that it like glows oh, yeah, the water. I saying that. But the thing is, it was like, it was about a 45 minute or an hour drive to the Southern coast of Puerto Rico. And just, even if we only it had, didn't work out. Yeah. Even if we only had like four or five people that were going to do it, it was going to be somewhere we would have had to leave at like three in the afternoon and we wouldn't have gotten back to like 11 at night. So we're like, whatever, we'll, we'll just, if anyone wants to go to old San Juan, we'll do that. So we plan one activity and then we plan one like big nice dinner, and then other and then usually during the dinner when we're all done, uh, and we've done this with just about everyone I've been on. We go around and share like our our favorite memory of the person. Oh, see, that's the stuff I'm looking which for. Which is hysterical. Oh it gosh, it is so fucking funny. And I'm gonna go ahead and share. I'm gonna share my favorite memory. I'm gonna share two of uh, of the groom of Harry. The first one dates back to when we were in eighth grade at Bellevue Middle School. We went to a pep rally, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders all sitting on different sides. I was sitting uh, on the 5th grade side, which was cool because my brother was in 5th grade at the time, because they put all the sports teams on the 5th grade side, sitting at the bottom. So we're sitting across from 8th grade. So word was going around that afternoon that during the spirit competition where they see who can make the most noise is when they go, 8th graders, everyone's silent like crickets. All right. used to do that so shit. right so they it was like fifth graders fifth graders only so they're like uh, sixth graders woo seventh graders yeah you know we want to beat the eighth graders we're going to try really hard eighth graders let's hear it crickets <laughs> except for harry buck <laughs> is going ape shit crazy in the middle just oh yeah let's go let's go bellevue middle school let's go going crazy all right oh, that's so, hilarious so 
after that pep rally, it was brought to the attention of all the eighth graders that we were no, we were not allowed to attend the next pep rally. If y'all don't want to cheer, then y'all don't have, then y'all can't come to the next one. And so they, they let the, the athletes go because we were on the other side. And Harry, I remember when the principal came in, he was like, that's no fair, Mr. Duckworth. I was cheering. He goes, you know what, Harry? You're absolutely right. <laughs> you can come back to the pep rally. <laughs> so a month later, we had another one. And he was. And he's the only one sitting oh in the bleachers. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. All right. So, again, fifth graders. Hey. <laughs> Sixth graders, woo, let's go. Seventh graders, oh, we're going to win for sure. There's no eighth graders here. Eighth graders, let's hear it. Harry Buck just going ape shit in the middle, and everyone starts chanting his name. Harry, Harry. Oh, it my was gosh. the funniest shit. That's the best story ever. It was great. Y'all need to retell that at the like rehearsal dinner. I think we will, because that's the appropriate one. Can I tell you the inappropriate uh, one? Duh, I want to hear the tea. <laughs> these, these are great, and uh, I hope I'm not boring anybody listening. You know, I got crazy. I should just tell. We should just tell crazy stories of our friends. Holy shit! Oh, like, my inter- friends would not like that. Oh, even better. They've got some shit they got a lot on of skeletons me. Skeletons in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Same with my friends. <laughs> but here's the one for. Uh, here's the one that happened ten years ago, when we went to Israel. So we went on the birthright trip to Israel for those who are. Listening for the first time, uh, your boy's a member of the tribe, Jew boy right here. So we went to Israel. The girl is a wannabe <laughs> member of the tribe. You're a convertible. <laughs> um, yeah, she. you're a, uh, oh, what, what do we call you, an affiliate member? Yeah. So we went to Israel, and the first night, or the, the, the first night we got in, it was like really late. Everyone was jet lagged, so... The first day, it was a very chill day. I think we all just spent it at the pool, just kind of everyone kind of napped or whatever to get the jet lag off. And and uh, that night, we got to go out. This was in this was in the city of Safat, which is I hope that's right. This is the like one of the northern uh, most city most northern cities I of sure Israel. I sure as fuck don't know, well, so well, I'm gonna I, go with it's right. It's right. <laughs> And, uh, you know, your, your boys, we were looking, we were looking to score some hash while we were there because <laughs> we're in the Middle East. We want to get some fucking hash. And so we go out that night and we were drinking cause and we were 19 at the time, drinking age 18. So we were going out, we're drinking, we're having a great time. And, uh, you know, they said curfew was like 1am. Sure. We have a big day. We have a big trip ahead of us. There's a lot of walking, hiking outdoors, and you know we got to meet deadlines and all that. So we're like, okay, we get it. So we're we're spending the last hour like going around this plaza and all the bars and restaurants looking for Harry, and we couldn't fucking find him. And so we asked one of the dudes on our trip. We were like, "Yo, did you see our boy?" Uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, I saw him get into a into a car with like three other uh three other dudes were like were they israeli were they arab what was he goes i don't know they all look the same here we're like fuck he's like yeah he said something about like going to look for some hash and we're like he got in the car with strangers in israel we're like if you get caught with drugs there they don't fuck around all right oh my god so we're going around looking for him we get back at 2 a.m like after curfew and the cool thing is like when you go on these trips they have like armed guards with you that were in the Israeli army, so he's walking around with a fucking rifle on his back, you know, because it's 
it's a, it's a different, that's a yeah. story for a different time, but it's just different there, all right? So Adam and I get back. I think Mickey was already asleep, but we get back and we're freaking out. We're like, because we're not only are we, we drunk, but it's late. We're like, dude, we haven't He's seen him in forever. four hours. He's yeah. fucking gone, man. What do we do? Do we tell the guy? Like, oh no. Oh my God, that's so scary. We're, so we're freaking out. So we're like, fuck, man, maybe, maybe he'll turn up or maybe, maybe he ended up like going into someone else's room and passing out. Like, we don't know. 4 a.m., there's a knock on the door and we open it and Harry is shirtless <laughs> and he's, and he's like fucked up. You can tell he had been drinking and instantly Adam and I are like, fuck you, dude. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> we're worried sick. We thought you were dead. We thought you got kidnapped. Like, you can't do that, man. Like, not when you don't have fucking cell service. And, like, bro, that's so fucked up. And we're, like, pushing him and, like, almost starting to fight. And he just looks at us, like, just, like, the fuck is wrong with y'all? Gives us that look. And we're like, you can't even say anything right now. What's your problem, dude? And he just looks at us and pulls out of his pocket this big fistful of hash. Oh, my God. And just smiles. And we were like, oh, dude. Oh, we love you, man. Oh so, my gosh. Uh, so that's uh, that's those are the, two really good. There's were those both of your memories or? Th- yeah, those are my two. That's funny. Uh, er- everyone had other great memories and all that, but but that's circling back. That's typically what we do. We plan one nice dinner. We plan one activity. Whether again, it's like it's golf or sightseeing or going to a game or something. Like for my activity, I've always wanted to drive like drive on a really fast racetrack like mm. take a bugatti or a lamborghini out to a, like a straight so that's probably what i would want to do um and then you know that's re- that's really it i'll remember that for when i plan yours oh thank thank you <laughs> but yeah there, there's no lingerie party <laughs> there um typically what we do if um all the friends on the bachelor party or all the groomsmen we get you like one like a groomsman gift so for for like for garrett and for eric height we got him some like badass Lucchese boots that Debo made. For Josh McKee, we got this really awesome charcoal drawing of I think it was Greg Allman from the Allman Brothers, mm-hmm. and it was framed really nice. Which, by the way, frames ain't cheap. <laughs> it's so expensive. When you buy a frame, when you get a frames for something, you're like, okay, cool. I'm expecting to pay like eighty bucks for this. You're, they're like. The frame will be seven hundred fifty. You're like, what the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> All right. <laughs> I once got a Groupon for uh, to frame something, but the Groupon, the the amount of the discount like wasn't oh, worth fuck no. it. Oh fuck Fifteen percent. Okay, thank you. You're taking thirty dollars off of it. <laughs> fuck, man. But it it was an awesome trip. Everyone got along. Um, you know. Nobody got burnt. <laughs> Besides Oren. So, yeah, it, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Um, trying to think of anything else that was notable other than the, the house that we were staying at. Oh, your boy won some money at the at the casino. Is that what you did with your uh, rolled up quarters? I ended up not being able to make it to the bank that Wednesday. You motherfucker. Because they, I thought the inside closed at five. The ins- the, do you mean this one down here? No, I was going to, uh, I let... Uh, Wednesday, I worked from home, mm. and I had been getting everything together and all of that, so I would been ready to roll because I had to teach boxing that night. And I had to do some other shit, but I was about to head to the bank because um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave, you know, my laptop too early in case something urgent came up. Even though I was going to come right back, but 
I was like, wait a minute. Uh, the inside closes at four. I'm not about to go through the drive-thru with all these rolled change, <laughs> like break it or something. So I was like, fuck it. So I still have all that change. Um, but yeah, I won over the whole uh, scope of it. I ended up, I think I, w- I, was, I was up like 60 bucks. Then I was down 40. So I was up 20. But then I ended up like winning 300 bucks at Blackjack. Hell yeah. So the next question is, what do I do with <laughs> what do you do with, with that? that money? <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. So yeah, it was cool. It was a good time. But uh, you had some fun. <laughs> I did have with some fun. A one and T Pain the other night. That was, by the way, that was like that was a shock because you didn't mention that to me when we. I didn't. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I, so walk me through it. How did you obtain tickets and and like, so I have this app called song kick. Yeah. Yeah. And so it will just tell me you can hook it up to your Spotify or whatever you listen to and you can go through and like, uh, pick certain artists. And I think you can do maybe like types of genres of music that you like. So it'll give you suggestions of like what's coming to town. So I got a notification, a push noty, if you will, that T-Pain was coming to Nashville. The Tallahassee Pain. The Tallahassee. Is that really what it stands for? for. That's hilarious. I never knew that. But uh, yeah, so me and three of my coworkers decided to go. So did you decide to go the day, like once you got the notification? Yeah, I got the notification. Okay, actually, 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 when I got the notification and I looked up tickets, because it's at the Cowan, which is connected to to, to Topgolf. Yeah. Which at first I was just like, that's kind of fucking lame. That seems like it'd be like a shitty ass venue. It was actually really fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, when I was first looking up the uh, tickets, they only had like the VIP stuff for sale. So it was like $75. So I was like, fuck, no, I'm not paying $75 (laughs) to see. Yeah. So then um, I think I got another notification on like a different like platform. I can't remember what it was. So I just like looked it up just to see mm-hmm. and they were like like so okay we paid you can pay for 10 extra dollars you can be in the balcony so total it was under 40 dollars with like fees and everything which is pretty good to go see t-pain i pay 40 bucks to see t-pain Hell on yeah. a whim with some co-workers on a tuesday night on in a nashville tuesday. why the fuck not um so anyways i do listen to like uh, T-Pain, like the old school stuff. He's like kind of on like some of my playlists that I listen to. So I know all the like OG your, hits. Your bedroom playlist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's on one of those. Oh, he should be. At least I'm sprung. See, okay. <laughs> I and I don't know. I don't feel like, because I'm sprung, he's talking about how she's like mistreating him and stuff. You don't think so? Okay, then maybe Bartender. Uh, he's got a lot of songs where he's like in love with a stripper. He loves the bartender. At least to the last song on your bedroom playlist, all I do is win. So when you're done. <laughs> That's actually a great <laughs> idea. So anyways, um, when we bought the tickets, I was like, obviously, I'm going to be listening from like 
listened to his first album all the way to his latest, I did not realize that he came out with an album in 2018. Yeah, it's pretty fucking it's good. It's actually really good. It, yeah, he's, it's good. So, um, anyways, I was a little nervous that he was going to play mostly the newer stuff, but he played all, like, the OG stuff. He played, like, a bunch of stuff that he's, like, featured on, which was really awesome. And I like whenever... Uh, People do that because they'll usually only do their verse. So then they can just like mash like a bunch of them all together. For sure. So he did that. We danced the entire night. The one thing that I thought was like a little weird or not weird, but he was on that show, The Masked Singer, and he won. Spoiler alert. Win. Uh, okay. So so tell this is a new show. It's right? a new show. Yeah. I haven't seen any of it. And it's, I, I think the premise is. It's just they're in these like costumes, so you can't see like who they are. But I mean, they're like so they're actual singers, like yeah. real, like celebrities. Yeah, they're real celebrities. Oh, okay. See, I thought it was normal people. No, they it's were celebrities. Okay. So, and they're I mean, they're like like costumes, not like uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, like like a mascot. Like so, it's like you have no idea. Like you can't tell like what their body looks like because they're just like in uh, like a full blown dreads. Like, oh yeah, can't see the dreads. Yeah, or he's got like this huge thing over his face. So, um, anyways, his whole like thing on the show apparently was people don't take him seriously as a singer because of all the auto tune stuff. But my coworker John did some research. When he, because he was one of the very first people to use autotune, he like, revolutionized the, that the shit first. for sure. And w it was not called autotune; it was called uh, shit. What was it called? Something Vocal. with share. Because the first time it was used was believe in life after love. Do you believe in life after love? Gotcha. Uh, so like, it's it's funny because he gets shit on for that, but he's actually like a really talented uh, singer. Yeah, and also the autotune shit revolutionized what current hip-hop is right yeah. like him and lil wayne did all that shit um back in the mid-2000s and now that's like i mean travis scott uh young thug future they all do it mm -hmm. so it's like yeah I, I get that people shit on them for it but they shouldn't and i we i know you've seen that youtube video of like the the guy playing keyboard and guitar and T Pain's doing his a medley. tiny desk series, yeah, exactly. yeah, so good. So you know, uh, he's a good everyone singer. needs to look that up. NPR tiny desk series T Pain. I mean, he's fucking incredible. Dude can sing for sure. He really can sing. So it was, and, and there were like parts of the show where he like highlighted his vo voice, and he also sang some of the songs that he sang on. The Masked Singer, which now I'm, like, kicking myself for not watching because I wonder if you could have, like, picked out who was who. Like, I wonder if no. I would have recognized his voice. It's crazy because we know we know what the voice is. We know what American Idol is, but I and Dancing in, with the Stars, we know what the premise of all those, even if you've never watched it, but I didn't know that that's what the Masked Singer was. Mm -hmm. I thought it... I was thinking that it was... I knew that it was celebrities, but I thought that it was, like like celebrities that weren't uh known for like being in the music industry okay so like so like a bradley it's Cooper. just like you didn't realize yeah bradley cooper could sing until he was in a star is born gotcha. you know what i mean like stuff like that but or like uh hugh uh hugh jackman he can sing yeah hugh jackman fucking wolverine yeah. uh i know who hugh jackman is okay well <laughs> when we went to um 
I went, we went on this like confirmation trip when we were seniors or juniors in high school. I can't remember when, but uh, we went up to New York for it and we went to the Tony Awards, which, you know, like for, mm-hmm. for uh, musicals and theater and all of that. And Hugh Jackman hosted it. And so he did an, several numbers with, he did one with, Are- with Aretha Franklin. That's really um, awesome. And he sang. I was like, fuck, Wolverine can sing. <laughs> uh, Betty can dance too. But I feel like it's really interesting people in like the um, entertainment industry. Because if you think about like when, before they made it big, a lot of them were kind of trying to do all the different avenues. Like they could sing, they could dance, they could act. And then like Back they just happened singers, to make it. Yeah, sure. like make it big for yeah. acting. Absolutely. Um, you know who signed T-Pain? Who? Akon. I was going to guess that, and now I'm pissed and I didn't. If you think about it, it, it went like in the mid-2000s. I fucking love Akon. Akon was on all the hooks. Yeah. And then T-Pain was on all the hooks, and then Future was on all the hooks. So it's like, it's pretty cool how that kind of, you know, rep, you know the, just the progression of it and how you had someone who had a very raw and distinct voice like Akon and then you know like all right we're gonna we're gonna kind of make this shit a little more futuristic and add the the vocoder and the auto-tune and then now everybody's is still using it um but I did post a only one or I guess it was technically two the video that I posted on my story which I know you hate uh but I is acceptable (laughs) I was also singing in the background could you hear me yes but also (laughs) Here's the thing. You were at the Cowan, which is a 550 cap venue. That's the same as like Exit Inn. That's the same as Basement East. At places like that, there's not really a bad seat in the house. And if you're filming it on your phone, it's not going to look or sound shitty than if you're in Bridgestone Arena. Gotcha, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and because, so we were on the balcony, all the seats, which I didn't think about this, but obviously there was going to be, like, because it's the same at Exit Inn, like the balcony, there's a row of seats, mm-hmm. so people were sitting in those, but we were right behind, like, I mean, I could see perfectly, Perfect, I'm a yeah. short gal. I think I wouldn't have had as much trouble seeing if we were on the the bottom floor just because of how high the stage was. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a great venue. I'd definitely go back there. It's cool. So, uh, one of Phil's roommates works for the booking agency that books for the Cowan and also War Memorial and a few other venues. But it used to just be called Top Golf Live. And that was kind of steering people away from yeah. it. They're like, oh, you're playing at Top... It's like, it's like you're playing at... Are you playing? I mean, that's initially why. Yeah, that's initially why I was like, "It's not the Cowan." So now, yeah, now they call it the Cowan. We actually, you, you, because we were on the balcony, we could go to the Top Golf bathroom instead of going downstairs. Oh, that's a (laughs) that's a life hack right there. Uh, yeah, it was worth the ten dollars because I didn't have to wait in line or yeah, go down a bunch of stairs. It's a cool venue. Um, I've only been to one show there, but they've had a lot of shows like. Especially when you have big artists that are doing an undersell tour. Usually they're doing like an undersell tour, you know, where even if they can pack out like a 3,000 cap venue, they'll go and do like the 500, 600 caps for maybe like 12 shows just to sell out the way they can say we sold out and then kind of build up their their cred for a, a, a real tour. That makes sense. But it's a cool venue. And yeah, they changed the name to the Cowan at Top Golf Live. But it's cool. And I like that. If you get there early or stay late, you have something to do. Um, 
<laughs> which is, you know, swing some sticks around. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you, so you had a good time at Tallahassee. I did. I had Payne. too much fun, and I didn't. I because I went with coworkers. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna get that lit. Nope, I was wrong. We went to Three Crow afterwards. Oh <laughs> shit! Nice. Did you get them chicken fingers there? I uh, know. I got the drunken fries. Oh, yeah. Those are good, too. Really good. Yeah. Shout out to Three Crow. <laughs> I need to hit them up. I need to go, go in there and just order the poo-poo platter. <laughs> the get it all. Platter. Um, shall we move on? Let's do it. Next segment, Dogs on Leashes. So we're going to talk about Dogs on Leashes <laughs> here because Rachel had an incident. So... Rachel's roommate, Oren, who we talk about more than, <laughs> more than we should on this <laughs> podcast because we love him. And uh, so Oren was on the trip with yours truly this past weekend. So uh, Rachel watched Oren's dog, Penny. Penny. And, and she's a good gal. She is. She's getting old, isn't so, she? So, yeah, she is getting old. She got to be like 77 dog years or something. Yeah, I mean, he got her... At the in college, so towards the end of college, so Damn, yeah. yeah, she's she's an old gal, she's got a <sighs> gray mouth, but uh, <laughs> anyways, long story short, I'm walking Penny on a leash, and our neighbor's dog gets out from under the fence and runs at us. So, um, we make it back inside totally fine. It didn't like follow y'all, or it did, or like bark it aggressively, did. It, it did bark aggressively, and it was pretty scary it was a big dog it was a big dog okay. yeah and like this bo- the, the dog like i don't think so then once the dog got out i'm like worried about this dog being out of its fence so when i i waited to like number one calm down because it was super fucking scary but uh when i went outside he didn't pay any attention to me so he was clearly just like barking at penny so um anyways the very next day <laughs> i'm telling Oren this story and two more dogs that aren't on leashes and didn't come from, at least like the dog before, just like went from under the gate. So he escaped from his fence. But these other two dogs came out of fucking nowhere. How does that happen two days in a row coming after me and Penny? Just like big dog magnets or something. That's, uh. But my my biggest problem with like, I feel like anyone that doesn't keep their dog on a leash, they're always like, they're nice, and they're, like, yelling it at you as the dog is, like, charging you. Of course. And they're like, oh, don't worry. Like, she's nice. And it's like, well, I'm fucking terrified. Right. I don't care if she's nice. My dog isn't nice. Like, you know? <laughs> I have an analogy for that. When people say when their dog's not on a leash, like, oh, don't worry. She's, she's nice. It's like, like, here's the thing. When I would leave my house, like, as a teenager after I just got my license, and my mom's like, be careful, and I'm like, I'm a good driver. She's like, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about the others. So it's like, even if your dog is is like, even if your dog is on a leash, if a dog's off a leash and comes over, there ain't shit or, you can do. Or vice versa. Yeah. If, if, there, if there's a dog off a leash and your or on a leash and yours is off, there's nothing you can there's do. There's literally nothing you could do. Like whenever that. So the first day when the dog came under the fence and was running at us. I pulled Penny, so, like, I had control over Penny to be like, we got to get back in the fucking house. Was she house. going ham? Uh, she, I feel like, didn't really understand what was happening. But, uh, uh, wait, I lost you, my train of thought. You pulled her um, when after the dog came what out. What were we talking pull, about right before that? You pulled her back. Uh, 
Oh, well, no, we were talking about the, uh, like, okay, say a dog, two dogs get in a fight and your dog is on a leash. Like, you can pull your dog, but the dog that's not on the leash can keep fucking You're going. You're going to pull like, your dog that's, being, that's pulling the yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um, But. I was out in Centennial Park one day by the Parthenon. In between the Parthenon and the, uh, and the pond, you can probably uh, assume correctly that, yes, I was uh, catching Pokemon. And I saw this, <laughs> this beautiful German Shepherd, all right? And this guy was, th- was launching this tennis ball so high up in the air and so far. And this German Shepherd would sprint to it and look like, like a wide receiver catching it over the shoulder would jump up like five feet off the ground athlete. and catch it like athlete. And it was awesome to watch. And after about the fourth or fifth time I saw it happen, I saw this, uh, this big bald police officer walk over and he, he walked over with a smile and he was like, boy, he sure trained really well. He's like, but I'm sorry, man. You got to leash him here. And it's yeah. like, even you're if you're not in a fucking dog park, you're in right, a park. You're right. And you know, I would, um, there were times where when, uh, when I was with, with, with uh, an old girlfriend of mine, we would go to the park with the little, with the little Boston Terrier. Mm-hmm. And we would go to an area where there, we were like, there was nobody around us for about, you know, 100 yards in any direction. And we would sit there with the little tennis balls and we would throw it like 10 feet and have them off leash. But like as soon as other people started coming around, we were like, it's leash time, homie. Like, yeah. I can't. See, can't that have even you makes that. me nervous. When um, our like family dog Kira is not nice. She does not like anyone except for us. She's a husky. She's a pack dog. She also probably wasn't socialized properly, which is why why it's as bad as it is. But like naturally, like she's gonna protect us. But that would happen all the time. I, she also wasn't fixed. She's fixed now. Mm-hmm. But at the uh, when I lived with my sister in East Nashville. Dogs, like, because she wasn't fixed, were, like, attracted to her. And that would happen all the time where they'd be like, she's friendly. And I'm like, my dog is not. And your dog's about to die because my dog's going to tear it apart. Right. And then I look like the asshole here. And it's like, no. What kind of monster are you? You have an asshole dog? Like, no, I I get it. Like, dogs, dogs, if they're not socialized properly, if they were abused or they have some sort of trauma, they could snap at any minute. Just like I would get worried. That if I threw that little tennis ball ten feet and he comes back to me, he may see something and then dart, and just off. dart off. Okay, yeah. so so an, another Harry story. Harry was out in Ashland City making his rounds um, uh, for for work, and he was he was uh, he was visited an account, and this old lady comes in with this little fucking Chihuahua uh, in her in her hands, no leash, and the Chihuahua, which by the way, those dogs are just. They're, they don't have a good rep, you know? They don't. <laughs> well, they're, like, inbred. I've met nice ones before, but for the most part, they're just, like, fucking psycho. See, see I think that, well, finish your story, and then yeah, so, I'll get to this train of thought. Because so, they're, spoiler to what I'm going to say, there are no bad dogs. They're just shitty owners. Okay, so, yeah, so this, this lady is an o- older woman, and the dog is struggling and, like, hops out of her arms and gets down on the floor and darts out the door and just takes off down the road. Oh, and just, my like, doesn't God. Stop. And, and yo, they may not be the smartest dogs, but they're fucking quick, you know? <laughs> and they're hard to catch, too, you know? <laughs> so so that's, uh, you know, it's like, yo, lady, if you would have had a leash, for one, leave, crack the window, leave your dog in the car, 
you know, where was where where where'd she go in? It was it was a it was either a liquor store or what? or something because yeah, you know the accounts, Harry oh business, my God. all people that. Are so fucking idiots. Yeah, and like, well, I don't know if you people will break your window. I guess if you crack the window, that's one thing. But there's been people in East yeah. Nashville that'll break your fucking window. It, it's a tough thing. I definitely, you know, I want to just go ahead and say that it's best. For all dogs, no matter the age, the size, I agree. Leash them all because it's I for their safety, right? And like even because going back to the like, my dog, like she's nice. You like, I mean, they're they're fucking animals. Like it doesn't matter if they normally get along with most dogs. There might be that one fucking dog they that snap, they don't like for sure, or they smell something that yeah, triggers them for sure. So yeah, like I know I've you and I both have some close friends that have smaller dogs that leave them leave them off leashes and everything, and they're they're good dogs because they're good owners. But like they're it's I don't care if it's a a small little little dog that's well trained or a big German Shepherd that's well trained. Like you don't know, so it's just best to say everyone listening. Leash your dogs. Leash unless your dogs. unless you're at a dog park or they're running around in your in your fenced in yard. Don't let them off the leash. It's yeah. It's not safe. Gosh, after this this weekend uh, dog sitting penny, I'm like, gosh, I'm like terrified to take her on a walk. Like how? Oh gosh, Orin's gonna have to build a fence. <laughs> okay. Just so she can go out. So does Penny live there full time now? No, she's actually. Uh, Lives with his mom now, but okay. she was also out of town, which is why I was keeping gotcha. her. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, um, have you ever seen anybody walk a cat? A cat I, on a leash? I have, actually. Like, it, a, like a domestic house cat? So, I don't think it's so much like you're taking your cat for a walk, but it's like you're taking your cat outside, but your cat is an inside cat. And, yeah, my sister puts Gatsby on a leash. Like on a harness? Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. The, okay, so... We we did that to uh, y'all love this name. Uh, my first cat growing up, Felicia. Felicia. And Felicia was a cool cat, but I remember like we would take her just out into the yard on the on the uh, on the harness and everything. Let her eat grass, you know, so she could throw it up. Good for their <laughs> digestive system, all of that shit. Um, but uh, so I, she can throw I but it I've up. seen people walk um, like those. What, what do you call them? Like servals or savanna cats. You know what a savanna cat is? I don't. So a savanna cat is, it's uh, one parent is like an African wild cat, like a serval, and the other parent is a domestic house cat. So it's like they're they're much bigger. They, they you know they have smaller heads, bigger ears. They can get pretty big, and uh, and they're very they're very dog like in terms of like you know they'll come they'll, you know if you say they're not like lazy house cats or anything you know. But I've seen people walk those, and those are cool. <laughs> That's fucking. You got to keep them on leashes, because if you don't have a cat on a leash, you ain't never gonna see oh it again. Oh my god, it's like my biggest nightmare. That I don't. Need, if someone breaks into my house, I don't care what the fuck they steal. I just don't want Sassy to get out. Fuck no. <laughs> That's like all I care about. <laughs> sassy attack. She would not fend well in the wild. Nah, uh, poor Kay got out one night, and um, do they like wait at the door and dart out? Sometimes I think he slipped out and he was gone for like five minutes and my mom was calling around the backyard and she said that when she saw him, he like <laughs> come back through the fence and he had this look on his face that was like, he yo, some shit. save me now. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fucking do out here. Oh, oh my gosh. That's yeah. hilarious. 
Um, what's the weirdest animal you've seen on a leash or someone walking? I've seen a pig on a leash before. A pig? His name was Mushu. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible. He lives in East Nashville. Mushu the pig. I hope he's doing well. I hope so. <laughs> this was a while ago. Either How long do pigs live? I hope he's doing well or he's delicious. Oh, God. One of the two. Um, what I was, about you? I was in uh, Germantown Red Bicycle a couple years ago, and I saw this guy with a billy goat. Now, I'm not talking about like your normal like goat that you see on a farm. Like This dude had the fucking horns <laughs> oh and the beard God. and all that. I was like, what the fuck? And he had on like, he had on, like a, a yellow uh, rain jacket. The goat did? Yeah. That's pretty cute. Yeah, Kira has a rain jacket. And the funniest thing was, you know, because obviously, I'm just going to say this. If you own a goat and you're walking it around, you go to a coffee shop, you're not a, you're not a cool person. You're probably a little weird, all right? All right. Power to you, though. But so, of course, people are going to come up and talk to you. And coffee shop in Germantown, there's going to be a lot of girls that come up and talk to you about, like, oh, what's your goat's name? All this. And this guy is like, yeah, uh, you know, we can hang out sometime with the goat if you give me your number. And I'm just like, stop. And, and the girl's like, um, she just felt so uncomfortable. She's like, um, yeah, I guess that's okay. And I'm like, girl, you can say no, crazy goat dude. I don't want to fucking hang out with your oh weird my God. ass. So he's like, is a goat the new like puppy where trying to meet girls? For this guy, he had <laughs> that's so weird. He looked a little scraggly. He looked like a goat. You know how like they say dogs resemble their owners? <laughs> this goat definitely resembled his owner. Um, this kind of is a great segue to our our uh, last segment here. Um, let's get into it. Mountain lions spotted in my neighborhood. That's fucking scary. Okay, so you know, like the next door app where people. Uh-huh. Po- okay, so, um, my mom was telling me that this this kid uh, told his mom, "Is like, yeah, I was out running and I saw what I thought was a bobcat, but then I saw its tail, and that fucker is a mountain lion." What the fuck? And so... So has someone else seen it besides that one person? So then, I think a couple days later, this lady was out walking her dog on a leash, (laughs) and she saw it. And she didn't get a picture quick enough, but she said it's about the size of a teenager if it was walking on all fours. What the fuck? So I'm just going to say this. Teenager, 13 to 19 years old, probably in between... mm, 80 and 150 pounds. I'll just put it there. Average. Yo, that's a big cat. <laughs> is, uh, and, and me and Penny are never going outside. Ever and, again. and where we live, where we live, there's a lot of farm, like farmland. There's, yeah. there's like a cow farm. There's a farm that has goats and horses and chickens. Where the all fuck that. did it come from? I don't know. But from what I understand, like mountain lions are indigenous to just wooded areas really so I don't now know shit about mountain lions right so just like i was on armadillo watch in our earlier episodes your boy is going to be on mountain lion watch okay this one is <laughs> way more serious okay. though <laughs> but, sure but like during this podcast i've gotten armadillos on tape i've gotten goats i got coyotes like i want to see the mountain lion <coughs> I want to set up famous last words. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> hear about the guy that was running a trail in Colorado and a mountain lion um, attacked him from behind and and like 
it knocked him to the ground and he wrestled it over and he choked it out. Oh my God. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, so this is probably a juvenile mountain lion, which means they're a little wilder than normal, <laughs> you know? Mountain yeah. And, uh, is that the technical term? I, I call it juvenile because if I say juvenile, I'm just going to start thinking like, <laughs> go, you working with some cat? Yeah. Some cat. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. That was bad. <laughs> I laughed. I laugh at everything. <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking about setting up like some bait or a trap and a camera. I really want to see Dude, it. Dude, don't fucking do that. That means that they'll they'll be coming in your yard. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm gonna no, do no, it. No. So it's at the front of the neighborhood, which is like this long like country area. So I want to set up a camera and I want to set something up because here's the thing. If there is a mountain lion in a heavily populated residential area, you got to call animal control. You got to catch it and release it somewhere like off I the mean, Natchez Trace. Yeah. Like in the Natchez Trace Parkway that's not too far from where I live. But don't you think that you should like let them handle it? They need to know that they need to know that it's there. They don't know already? No one called? I don't think How so. How does it work? Can you just like let them know something's in the area? I would call So if I saw a mountain lion I'm calling 911 and I'm saying, yo, I got an emergency on my hands. I just spotted a mountain lion <laughs> and I'm calling you because I need y'all to relay to animal control how severe this situation I is. I don't know if that's the best avenue. I'm going to go with that. That Okay, if you saw... If, if you're... cut, Okay, did you hear what you just said? If you you saw, said you're going to call 911 and be like, yo, y'all got to tell animal control. Yeah. That's not... Okay, if you saw a coyote in your, if you saw a coyote in your neighborhood where there are like kids playing outside, who would you call? Animal Probably control? animal control. Yeah. What's nine one one gonna do? Well, you know what animal control does? They come and get like snakes out from from like behind your dryer. They come and scoop. I mean, that sounds very. That sounds like the same thing of like. But animal control scrapes dead possums off the pavement. So, but why would you... Okay, well then, why would you even want 911 to call animal control then? Because if 911 calls animal control, they'll pick up on the first ring and they'll get out there. If I feel I like call, you if are... If I call animal this control... This is irresponsible for you to be telling our listeners to hey, call 911. I've called 911 for, for much worse. Have you really? Yeah. I've never called 911. I've called 911. You should probably... What's the... What What about the non... Uh, 862-8600? Emergency line. Yeah, that one I've called before. For I've like, called that one. I've called that one for when I've seen, and again, this is something where, like, I've called 862-8600 when I've seen some asshole, like, flying down the interstate, like, weaving in and out, like, yo, I probably should have called 911 that situation said, yo, there's some maniac on the road going 150 through traffic. They're probably drunk. Like, they need to be pulled over. Jesus. Eight six two eight six hundred is what you call if like, if um, oh let me think here. I'm trying to think of the last time I called that. It it was for non-emergency. I think, I think I saw um. I don't know. I think I saw like some old person, some elderly person that was having trouble with like, with their with their car or something in a parking lot, and I had to I couldn't stop and help at the time. I was like I had to be somewhere, and I called. I said yo. I'm just calling. There's no emergency. It's probably an emergency to them, to their old ass. But, <laughs> but I'm like, you should probably send someone over there. Um, but I feel like for this situation, 
then yeah, you gotta, I would call and be like, yo, I just spotted a mountain lion in a residential area where there's a lot of kids. Um, I called y'all because I couldn't, I can and I can use this too it's as the an only excuse. number I remember. There you go. I'm like I didn't have I didn't have because if I look down to try to find the animal control and I look up, he'd probably be gone or something. But um, so I learned this from Oren. Back to the whole like dog on a leash thing. If you call and like okay, so you can if you're if the dog is in your yard, not on a leash, it's fine. It's whenever they're not on your property that it's not fine. And if you call animal control. They'll send the person like a warning, and if it happens again, they get like fined. Straight to the pound. So, I wish I could figure out whose two dogs those were. Yo, I'd fucking call. The the moral of this, y'all: leash your dogs, leash your pigs, leash your billy goats. I will leash and that <laughs> mountain lion. <laughs> Keep a BB gun on you for that fucking mountain lion. I don't know what the fuck I would do. Reed lives in, my brother Reed lives in um, North Carolina, and they'll sometimes see bears when they're walking their dogs. Oh, sure. And I'm just like, what What the fuck would you do? So when you see a bear, you're supposed to stop and freeze, and, and I think you're supposed to like make some sort of noise, like jingle your keys or something, and slowly walk backwards. What if you don't have keys? You got to do something that makes a... A noise that is not threatening but announces your presence. Because bears... Are you sure? I'm positive. It, come on, I feel you're, like you're, you're being really irresponsible to our listeners. Your boy, your boy was a boy... Jingle your keys. Your boy was a boy scout at one Were point. Were you an eagle scout? I was not. I missed the, well, the cutoff date. Well, you've lost all credibility oh! for me. <laughs> I was too away from it. I got too old. What a quitter. I know. I hated it. I hated it. it. So the thing that pissed me off was they said that like you have to become Eagle by your 18th birthday. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm not going to get it because some of the requirements state that you have to be a certain rank for a certain period of time, like six months. And oh, I'm like, that's bullshit. And, but then I find out afterwards, they're like, oh, no, it's just while you're 18. So you can you can be like a day away from 19 oh, and still be 18. So I was like, it. fuck that. I would have done it if I'd known that because it Damn. was I learned a lot of useful skills. It's your one regret. Yeah, could have gotten into any college pretty much if you're an Eagle Scout. Really? That's like... I don't know if my brother knew that. He's an Eagle Scout. No so shit. my dad. That's dope. But I, I remember that because like there were a lot of backpacking trips and they had told us if you, you know, because we had to like do bear bags where you mm. tie your bags up, you know, up to the tree limbs and all of that. But with, with mountain lions or with big cats, if they, for one, you never turn your back on a big cat. Cause they're fucking hunters. Like they, they're going, they're coming for your neck, dog. Oh my god! And yeah, you know, wear a scarf, protect your <laughs> neck. So they're, so you have to, if you see a big cat, and you'll know very quickly if it's like gonna fuck off or if it's interested in you. And that's when you have to, you have to stand your ground and you gotta make noise. You gotta flex on that motherfucker. <laughs> so like I was telling my mom, carry around a little squirt bottle. That's what I do. With sassy <laughs> when she's. At We'll tell that to we'll tell that to Mama G. <laughs> Except uh, you gotta you gotta use the size for scale. So squirt bottle for a house cat, super soaker, super soaker, pressure washer, pressure washer. 
So I told my mom, I was, when she's telling me this, I'm like, yo, you gotta be careful when you're walking rows. Yeah. I'm like you need to, you need to walk with something like. That's what the next time I walked Penny, cause Penny had to go to the bathroom that first mm-hmm. walk. So I waited like a long time, but I took a, uh, you know, those, uh, sticks that you roast marshmallows on. I took one of those. That's the only thing I could think of. Cause I didn't want to like hurt the dog, yeah. but I just wanted to like, you know, sure. <laughs> Anyways, you know, continue. They, they make, they make those, um, those small police batons that are like collapsible that are about, you know, yay big. But when you fling it out, it gets, it gets big. Oh fuck. Yeah. I need one of those. I would say I need one of those parking fucking downtown. Sure. And, and here's the other thing too. I know a lot of, a lot of people, especially females carry around mace. I want to ask, like, do you care? Do you carry mace? I did. I used to, but I didn't realize that it like expired. Sure. So, uh, when I went to use it once, like not on someone, but making sure that because someone told me that it expires, so we we're testing it, and it just like drizzled down my hand. So yeah, I was like, uh, I'm not gonna before. Keep so it. when you first got it, did you ever test it on anything? Um, I can't remember. So that so what I'm getting at is, I know a lot of people carry around mace, but I don't know if people are like trained on how to use oh, it. No, you know what I mean? So not. so I would say definitely. And these and these batons can fit in per, most like even small purses too, heavy as fuck. But like everybody knows how to beat something with a fucking stick, <laughs> you know. So I, my, when my mom was like, "I'm gonna start carrying around mace," I was like, "No, mom, you need to carry around. You need to walk with a walking stick or a baton or something, because if if you come up if you come up on on a mountain lion and it starts coming at you, you gotta be ready to fucking oh my gosh. choke that bitch out." But. Yeah, listeners, Ooh. we are on Mountain Lion Watch. It is official. The month of April, your boy is going to be looking. Mountain Lion f- Awareness Month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Uh, Sorry, I keep interrupting you. No, that's you. good. It's a good segue into uh, into just weekend rundown. I'm gonna be looking for a mountain lion. I think I'm gonna uh, t- tonight. I'm going to. I'm going to uh, Mercy Lounge to see a rapper that goes by the name of Toby Nwigwe. He's really dope. Look him up. That's like Toby, T-O-B-E, Nwigwe, N-W-I-G-W-E. Very hard to pronounce. Dope voice, uh, dope flow. It's awesome. Good shit. So I'm going there with Sizzle tonight. That's his birthday present to me. He got it back in January. And uh, I think this weekend I'm going to go to – I'm going to meet some friends for dinner out in Murfreesboro. I think uh, EC's wife, Hillary, is making a pot pie. Oh. Let me tell you. Y'all going to go to Jim's? No. (laughs) We're staying on the Blackman side of uh, Murfreesboro. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we're going to, you know, Hillary makes really good ziti and pot pie. And I remember just last week EC was like, yo, Hillary's making pot pie next weekend. And then, and then Hillary texts me and says like, yo, Hey, we're having dinner on, you know, more formal and all yeah. that. I'm like, okay. Good. But it's pot pie I'm though. Like, I'm like, EC told me it's I pot pie. Know, girl. I'm there. So I'm doing that. And then I think Sunday, I can't remember if it's, I think it is this Sunday. I think I'm going to Fisk university for a, uh, Delta Sigma Theta sorority step show that they're putting on. Nice. I was invited by one of, uh, one of my pepper clients, shout out to faith. And, uh, she was like, Stevie, dude, we're I miss seeing our step show at MTSU. Right? I, was, I was telling her all about it. And, uh, she was like, yo, I'm going to invite you to this. Let me introduce you That's to some fun. girls. 
Yeah. Meet you a girl that Faith, can step. Faith told me one day, she's like, Stevie, I heard you like chocolate. <laughs> Stevie likes it all. I like it all. I like all the flavors. What are you doing? Uh, wondering when you're going to help me mount my TV, number one. Oh. And uh, also, Mitchell turned 30, I guess, on Tuesday. So I'm going to go over to his house on Saturday. Nice. Have like a cookout. Sports will probably be on the TV. What season is it? Basketball? March Madness, college basketball. Um, Oh, yeah, it's March. March Madness. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's kind of it. I still, I'm such a lazy piece of shit. Well, okay, I've done, like, some good work. But I've, like, slowly moved out of this old room. Because I had that, like, attic with, like, all my stuff in there. So I've been trying to do, like, another Marie Kondo round. And, like, organize everything better. So I've got, like, just a few more things that I just need to put in my closet. So I'll probably be working on my room. Oh, my gosh. I, like, I haven't even sent you a picture. I got all this free stuff from work. Because when we moved free stuff. from the... Uh, from WeWork. From WeWork to back to the office. Well, I guess I paid for the rug. But I got a chair for free. So I've got, like, this little reed nook That's in my right. room. It looks real good. Yeah, let me grab... I never have uh, to leave. No, except you Except for to pee, so- poop, and eat. <laughs> In that order. Oren was like, I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> Let me grab my drill and my skateboard from Harry and Hopes uh, this weekend. <laughs> it's two of my things that are there. And, uh, and, and I'll, I'll help you mount the, mount the television. Thanks. For sure. I'm a helpless girl. How do drills work? No, I sincerely <laughs> need your help. <laughs> you you got to pull trig on the drill. <laughs> pull trig. I guess that's it. I think that is it. Should we give a little preview of what we're going to talk about next week? I mean, yeah, I guess we could do that. Pe- as long as we don't pull a fire fest and then just like uh, don't talk about it for a no, couple of No, I think episodes. this is good. Um, next week, we're going to talk about uh, office romances and office relationships. Not to be confused with talking about the office romances and relationships, but I'm sure we, we will, will use reference, we will reference yeah. office romance and relationships. Yeah, I feel like it's a good topic because... You spend a, a shit ton of your time with people you fucking work with. Yeah. And I'm sure people have said like, oh yeah, she's, uh, you know, she's office hot or something, you know, office goggles. What the fuck is that? We're like, you know, where you're around somebody. I've heard this used. It's kind of like, I don't want to use, I'm not I have use. a feeling I'm not going to like it. No, it's, it's like, it's like, uh, people use it in the military too. They're like military hot because you're around people all the time. You're like, oh yeah, they're, you know, just... I don't get it. It's different from the crowd that you would see out. Oh, so is it a bad thing? No, it's just like when uh, it's just like when <laughs> Ryan's on the phone and he's like, um, she's like a she's like a New York Five but a Scranton Seven. Oh, but I feel like that's like more. That's so fucked. Ryan sucks. <laughs> we got a lot of relationships to talk about. Yeah, or to we reference. Do. You got. Uh, We'll get into it next weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've to, I've never... I've, I've totally had multiple crushes on people that I've worked with. But have I acted on them? I guess you'll find out next episode. Ooh, cliffhanger. <laughs> well, I'm going to go get something to eat and meet up with Mickey. Oh, last thing. When we were paying for food at this one Puerto Rican restaurant with the cards, they're like, okay, Steven... And uh, and Tyler and Mickey. Mickey. So Mickey's sizzle. His na- new name when you say Mickey is Mickey. <laughs> and I guess we will see you uh, 
for episode 31 next week. 31. All right. Uh, Jake just liked me on Hinge. Oh, shit. So we got to go. Does he work where you work? <laughs> we should get him on. <laughs> All right. As we say in Puerto Rico, adios. <laughs> as we say in America, bye.